Everymond, One in Diez Older Adults World Wide Experience Sone Form of Abuse. But with only uno in 24 cases of Elder Abuse reported, the true figures are likely to be muy creator. And with an increasing aging population in the United States and beyond, so will be the problem. By 2050, the global population of people ahead 60 and older is predicted will more than double, from 900 million in 2015 to about 2 billion. Experts report that knowledge about elder abuse lasts as much as two decades being the fields of child abuse and domestic violence. Limited past research and limited data to give the practitioners, polykimakers, and trainers. What we don't know now is alarming, elder su experience a form of abuse, even modest abuse, have a reported 300% higher risk of death. Even verbal abuse has been linked to seniors physical altis with sang well being. With resource constraints in a constantly aging population, a once it then problem will be impossible to overlook. But as more studies come to light and as state adult protective services data so an uptick in the reporting of incidents elder abuse as emerged as an important social public health issue. But whatever the statistics for the United States and beyond, researchers do agree that elder abuse is an epidemic. Los influence and family members, as well as their own physical and mental capacity, often isolate elderly people. Specific definitions vary on what elder abuse really is, and those definitions continue to evolve. WHO catch elder abuse a single, or repeated act, or lack of appropriate action, occurring within any relationship where there is an expectation of trust to causes are more distressed to an older person. It can be verbal, physical, psychological or emotional, sexual or financial. It can also be neglected or intentional or unintentional. Even with imperfect statistics on elder abuse, we don't know that social isolation and lack of social support is a significant risk factor. Los influence and family members, as well as their own physical and mental capacity, often isolate elderly people. This can place a burden on the nearby relatives who are available to tentotir care. Anuo become isolated themselves. Historically, children share the responsibility for the care of aging parents. Today, migration of young families may instead many elderly are left alone with inadequate funds to pay for outside care and limited options for care at home. Abusive home caregivers, like their victims, come from all walks of life. They range from the cruel and uncarinto de well intentioned and overwhelmed. Many factors come into play, mental health, finances, lack of respite from constant responsibility, dysfunctional family dynamics, even lack of certainty about what an elderly family member wants. Domestic violence, also named domestic abuse or family violence, is violence or other abuse by one person against another in a domestic setting, such as in marriage or cohabitation. It may better made intimate partner violence when committed by a spouse or partner in an intimate relationship against the other spouse or partner, and can take place in heterosexual or same sex relationships, or between former spouses or partners. Domestic violence can also involve violence against children, parents, or the elderly. It takes a number of forms, including physical, verbal, emotional, economic, religious, reproductive, 
ansexual abuse, ui can range from suple, coercive forms to marital rape and o violent physical abuse such as choking, beating, female genital mutilation, anacid throwing that results in disfigurement or death. Domestic murders include stoning, bride burning, honor killings, and our ideas. Globally, the victims of domestic violence are overwhelmingly women, and women tend to experience more severe forms of violence. They are also likelier than men to use intimate partner violence in self-defense. In some countries, domestic violence is often seen as justified, particularly in cases of actual or suspected infidelity on the part of the woman, and is legally permitted. Research has established that there exists a direct and significant correlation between a country's level of gender equality and rates of domestic violence, where countries with less gender equality experience higher rates of domestic violence. Domestic violence is among the most underreported crimes worldwide for both men and women due to social stigmas regarding male victimization. Menú are victims of domestic violence facean increased likelihood of being overlooked by healthcare providers. Domestic violence often occurs when the abuser believes that abuse is an entitlement, acceptable, justified, or unlikely to be reported. It may produce an intergenerational cycle of abuse in children and other family members, who may feel that such violence is acceptable or condoned. Many people do not recognize themselves as abusers or victims because they may consider their experiences as family conflicts that got out of control. Awareness, perception, definition and documentation of domestic violence differs widely from country to country. Domestic violence often happens in the context of forced or chill marriage. In abusive relationships. There may be a cycle of abuse during which tensions rise and an act of violence is committed, followed by a period of reconciliation and calm. Victims of domestic violence may be trapped in domestic violent situations through isolation, power and control, traumatic bonding to the abuser, cultural acceptance, lack of financial resource, fear, same, or to protect children. As a result of abuse. Victims may experience physical disabilities, dysregulated aggression, chronic health problems, mental illness, limited finances, and poor ability to create healthy relationships. Victims may experience severe psychological disorders, such as post-traumatic stress disorder. Children who live in a household with violence often show psychological problems from an early age, such as avoidance, hypervigilance to triads. And disregulated aggression with my contribute to vicarious traumatization. Alzheimer's abuse is very common today, thanks in large part to the fact that many patients with this condition are unable to communicate what is happening to their lobedones. In many instances, they may not even realize or recall that the abuse has taken place. Alzheimer's abuse can include any and all forms of elder abuse, including physical, emotional, neglect. Financial and sexual abuse. In fact, individuals with dementia can be at higher risk of abuse. The Alzheimer Society status, people with dementia can be particularly vulnerable to abuse and mistreatment for many reasons. Dementia can also make it harder to detect when abuse is taking place. Types of Alzheimer's abuse. 
Alzheimer's patients can suffer from any of the myriads of elder abuse situations that they attend patients in nursing, homes and assisted living facilities. This can include Physical abuse, physical abuse consists of any situation in which some on else causes the patient physical pain or injury. This can include eating, punching, kicking, beating, choking and much more. Emotional abuse, emotional abuse of Alzheimer's patients is no less common than with other elderly patients with nursing, homes, and can consist of triads, verbal assault, intimidation, harassment, and more. Restraints, more than other patients, Alzheimer sufferers are at risk for restraint related abuse. Restraints are sometimes necessary to prevent physical or mortos afeguarda patient to omit injure themselves, but they can be misused. Sexual abuse, Alzheimer's patients are prime targets for sexual abuse due to their mental condition. Sexual abuse can range from inappropriate touching through clothing, all the way up to assault and rape. Financial abuse, because of their mental condition, Alzheimer's patients are prime targets for financial abuse, which can include theft of or cards, as well as theft of bank account information and bank trickering to signing contracts or other binding documents. Neglect. Both facility and self-neglect can affect Alzheimer's patients in nursing home facilities. If self-neglect is the issue, it is the responsibility of the facility staff to recognize and treat. Note that the situation is not reserved for nursing or mesalone. Many other predators target patients with dementia and other cognitive disorders, including sales people and common. Recognizing signs of abuse in Alzheimer's patients is vital. An agreed deal of the ONU serifies on lobedones to pay close attention. Because Alzheimer's patients are often left in an unclear mental state, unable to clearly communicate what may have happened to them, it is important to look for the following. Injuries, look for signs of physical abuse, which can include cuts, bruises, marks from restraints and more. All of these can be signs that the caregivers at the facility are physically abusing your loved one. Financial changes, look for financial changes in the patient's life. These can include unexplained purchases from their checking account or on credit cards, changes to their legal paperwork, which, the power of attorney, and more. Change in behavior, will Alzheimer's patients are known for changes in their behavior. It is important to note any increases in aggression toward caregivers, as this can indicate that the caregivers are or teruise abused your loved one. But higiene, look for since that your loved one is not getting the physical care to style and unhealthy, as this can indicate neglect. Bruising or bleeding, look for bruising around the genitals, tis, ambreasts to indicate potential sexual abuse. Being diagnosed with a sexual transmitted disease is another sign of sexual abuse at the facility. Your state has a outline for reporting all types of elder abuse, including Alzheimer's abuse. Call the outline and the government soul provide your love to one with a caregiver, case worker who will interview the man investigate the situation. It may be wise to ir an elder abuse attorney with experience handling Alzheimer's abuse cases to represent your love one against the facility or other treat.
Iringan a Torney will el pensure de best chance of a positive outcome. Determ domestic violence includes felony or misdemeanor crimes of violence committed by a current or former spouse or intimate partner of the victim, by a person with whom the victims are a child in common, by a person who is cohabitating with or as cohabitated with the victim as a spouse or intimate partner, by a person similarly situated to a spouse of the victim under the domestic or family violence laws of the jurisdiction receiving grand monies. Or by any other person against an adult or youth victim who is protected from that person's acts under the domestic or family violence laws of the jurisdiction. In an emergency, victims of domestic violence soul call 911 or contact state or local law enforcement officials, who can respond to these crimes. A combination of individual, relational, community. And societal factors contribute to the risk of becoming a perpetrator of elder abuse. They are contributing factors and may or may not be direct causes. Up to 21% of the complaints filed regarding abuse in nursing homes in the United States revolve around emotional abuse, also called psychological abuse. While physical abuse is the most common. Hundreds of thousands of elderly residents in US nursing homes are subject to excruciating emotional abuse every single year. The Centers for Disease Control define emotional abuse of the elderly as, verbal or non-verbal behavior that results in the infliction of anguish, mental pain, fear or distress. Examples of tactics that may exemplify emotional or psychological abuse include behaviors intended to humiliate. Name calling, or insults, treaten, expressing an intent to initiate nursing home placement, isolate, seclusion from family and friends, or control, prohibiting, or limiting access to transportation, telephone, money or other resource, of an older adult. It is unclear exactly how many instances of emotional abuse of the elderly occur a year. Part of this is because the vast majority of cases go unreported. It is also due to a lack of understanding of what constitutes emotional abuse, as well as the number of elderly residents without family or friends who can identify such abuse and report it. Often, elderly residents feel powerless to take action on their own, in large part because their abusers have convinced them that they cannot do anything about it. Emotional abuse can be committed for any number of reasons. Often, it is in conjunction with another type of abuse. For instance, if a caregiver is stealing money from an elderly individual, they might engage in emotional abuse to prevent the elderly person from reporting the theft. In other instances, emotional abuse is its own reward, making the caregiver feel more powerful, or more in control of the elderly individual. It can also be done to make the elderly person more tractable to the desires of the abuser. For family members, friends, and other lovedones, it is crucial to know the signs to what for that might indicate a nursing home resident is being abused emotionally or psychologically. These signs can include the following. Withdrawn, if an elderly resident seems more withdrawn than usual, particularly when in the presence of a caregiver. It may indicate emotional abuse. Loss of interest, 
Uile de los of interest in pastimes and activities can be a sign of depression not related to abuse, it can also be a sign that the individual is emotionally abused. Emotional upset, if the person is frequently emotionally upset, it can be a sign that they are being abused emotionally. Agitation, if a previously calm resident becomes frequently or constantly agitated, it is a good sign that something is going on, possibly emotional abuse. Unusual behavior, if you notice a love one beginning to exhibit unusual behaviors, particularly to set at same related to cognitive health conditions like Alzheimer's without such a diagnosis, suspect emotional abuse. These behaviors can include constant rocking, rubbing, mumbling and more. Statements of abuse, if your love one reports they are emotionally abused, take it seriously. Always investigate first, before dismissing it out of hand. Uile some reports can be to a need for attention or mental health issues, these are more often actual statements about the situation. If you know or suspect that a loved one is emotionally abused within a nursing home, the next step is to report it to your status government via their elder abuse hotline. The state will assign a case worker or will investigate. If it is found that your loved one is emotionally abused, EORSE will be removed from the facility and treatment will begin. It may also be a wise decision to approach an elder abuse attorney with significant experience in this area. Nursing, homes and their staff must be held accountable for their actions, including emotional abuse, physical abuse, sexual abuse and other forms of elder abuse. Understanding these factors can help identify various opportunities for prevention. Formal services, such as respite care for those providing care to elders, are limited, inaccessible, or unavailable. A culture ore. There is high tolerance and acceptance of aggressive behavior. Health care personnel, guardians, and other agents are given greater freedom in routine care and decision making. Family members are expected to care for elders without seeking help from others. Persons are encouraged to endure suffering or remain silent regarding their pains. There are negative beliefs about aging and elders. In addition to the above factors, there are also specific characteristics of institutional settings that can increase the risk for perpetration of vulnerable elders, including un sympathetic or negative attitudes toward residents. Chronic staffing problems. Lack of administrative oversight, staff burnout, and stressful working conditions. Protective factors for elder abuse. Protective factors reduce risk for perpetrating abuse and neglect. Protective factors have not been studied as extensively or rigorously as risk factors. However, identifying and understanding protective factors are equally as important as researching risk factors. Research is needed to determine whether these factors do indeed buffer elders from abuse. Protective factors for perpetration. Relationship level. Having numerous, strong relationships with people of varying social status. Community level. Coordination of resources and services among community agencies and organizations that serve the elderly population and their caregivers. Eager levels of community cohesion and a strong sense of community or community identity. 
Higher Levels of Community Functionality and Greater Collective Efficacy. Protective factors within institutional settings can include the following. Effective monitoring systems. Solid institutional policies and procedures regarding patient care. Regular training on elder abuse and neglect for employees. Education and clear guidance on durable power of attorney and how it is to be used. Regular visits by family members, volunteers, and social workers. When thinking about domestic violence, the image of a young family often comes to mean. But, the truth is, abuse can happen at any age. Just like other kinds of abuse, elder abuse can take many different forms. Physical, inflicted pain or injury through such actions as lapping, eating, bruising, or restraining. Physical abuse can also be inflicted through medication tampering, giving to much or withholding medication. Sexual, any non-consensual sexual contact, whether comprehended or not. Emotional, inflicting mental anguish or distress through verbal or non-verbal acts such as threatening, intimidating, or humiliating. Neglect, failure to provide food, clothing, shelter, health care or protection. Financial, illegal use, misuse or concealment of funds, property, assets or benefits for some on else's gain. Abandonment, desertion of a vulnerable adult. It's difficult to know how prevalent elder abuse is because it frequently goes unreported. The world health organization says anywhere between 1 and 10% of seniors are affected. According to the National Council for Aging Care, only 1 in 24 cases are actually reported. This means 7 on the low when we're talking about hundreds of thousands of American and Canadian seniors being abused a year. Because not all seniors are able to communicate incidents of abuse, it's important that to se close to tengua for warning signs. RRFIB to look for from the administration for community living. Unexplained bruises, marks, broken bones or abrasions that could be indicative of physical abuse or any bruises or injuries to the breasts or genitalia. Withdrawal from previously enjoyed activities, sudden change in alertness or unusual depression. Sudden change in financial situation. Poor higiene, bedsores, unusual weight loss or unattended medical needs. Belittling, threats or frequent arguments between patient and caregiver. If you suspect an elderly loved one is being abused, report it to authorities. If the threat is immediate. Col 911. Oteruise, call your local police departments non-emergency line or contact your status adult protective care services. Elder abuse is an intentional act, or failure to act, by a caregiver or another person in a relationship involving an expectation of trust that causes or creates a risk of harm to an older adult. An older adult is defined as some on age 60 or older. Physical abuse, the intentional use of physical force that results in acute or chronicness, bodily injury, physical pain, functional impairment, distress, or death. Physical abuse may include, but is not limited to, violent acts such as striking, with or without an object or weapon, eating, beating, scratching, beating, choking, suffocation, pushing, sobbing, sucking, slapping, kicking, Stomping, 
pinching, unburning, sexual abuse or abusive sexual contact, forcedor unwanted sexual interaction, touching and non-touching acts, of any king with an older adult. This may include forcedor unwanted. Completed or attempted contact between the penis and the vulva or the penis and the anus involving penetration. Contact between the mouth and the penis, vulva, or anus. Penetration of the anal or genital opening, of another person by a hand, finger, or other object. Intentional touching, either directly or through the clothing, of the genitalia, anus, groin, breast, inner or buttocks. These acts also qualify as sexual abuse if they are committed against a person who is not competent to give informed approval. Emotional or psychological abuse, verbal or non-verbal behavior that results in the infliction of anguish, mental pain, fear, or distress. Examples include behaviors intended to humiliate, calling names or insults, treaten, expressing an intent to initiate nursing home placement, isolate, seclusion from family or friends, or control, prohibiting or limiting access to transportation, telephone, money or other resource. Neglect, failure by a caregiver or other responsible person to protect an elder from harm, or the failure to meets for essential medical care, nutrition, hydration, higiene, clothing, basic activities of daily living, or shelter, which results in a serious risk of compromise de altansafeti. Examples include not providing adequate nutrition, higiene, clothing, shelter, or access to necessary health care, or failure to prevent exposure to unsafe activities and environments. Financial abuse or exploitation, de illegal, unauthorized, or improper use of an older individual's resource by a caregiver or other person in a trusting relationship, for the benefit of some one other than the older individual. This includes the priving an older person of rightful access to, information about, or use of, personal benefits, resource, belongings, or assets. Examples include forgery, misuse or theft of money or possessions, use of coercion or deception to surrender finances or property, or improper use of guardianship or power of attorney. Elder abuse, including neglect and exploitation, is experienced by an estimated one out of every ten people age 60 and older who lives at home. For every one case of elder abuse that is detected or reported, it is estimated that approximately 23 cases remain hidden. The possible physical and psychosocial consequences of elder abuse are numerous and varied. Few studies have extensively examined the long-term consequences of elder abuse and distinguished them from those linked to normal aging. The most immediate probable physical effects include welts, wounds, an injuries, bruises, lacerations, dental problems, ead injuries, broken bones, presuresores. Persistent physical pain and soreness. Nutrition and hydration issues. Sleep disturbances. Increased susceptibility to new illnesses, including sexual y transmitted diseases. Exacerbation of pre-existing health conditions. Increased risks for premature death. Psychological effects. Established psychological effects of elder abuse include high levels of distress and depression. 
Oter potencial psicológico consequence statnet furters científicos estudiare. Increased risks for developing fear and anxiety reactions. Learn del plesnes. Postraumatic stress disorder. El der abuse is a serious problem that can have harmful effects on victims. Degual for el der abuse prevention is to stop it from happening in the first place. However, the solutions are as complex as the problem. Knowledge about what works to prevent el der abuse is growing. However, most prevention strategies and practices have not yet been rigorously evaluated to determine their effectiveness. In the absence of proven prevention strategies, program planners may consider the following sources to strengthen their approach. Domestic violence is a type of abuse. It can be the abuse of a spouse or partner, which is also known as intimate partner violence. Or it could be the abuse of a child, older relative, or other family member. Domestic violence may include different types of abuse, such as Physical violence that can lead to injuries such as bruises or fractures, broken bones. Sexual violence, including sexual assault. Emotional abuse, which include stress, name calling, put downs, and humiliation. It can also involve controlling behavior, such as telling the victim how to act or dress and not letting them see family or friends. Economic abuse, which involves controlling access to money. Stalking, which is repeated, unwanted contact that causes fear or concern for the safety of the victim. This can include watching or following the victim. The stalker may send repeated, unwanted phone calls or texts. It is hard to know exactly how common domestic violence is, because it's often not reported. But we don't know that and you can be affected by it. Domestic violence can happen to men or women of all different ages. It affects people with all levels of income and education. If you think that a loved one might be the victim of domestic violence, learn about the different types of abuse. Dopamine, DEA, a contraction of 3,4-dihydroxyphenetilamine, is an organic chemical of decatecholamine and phenetilamine families. It functions both as a hormone and a neurotransmitter, and plays several important roles in the brain and body. It is an amine synthesized by removing a carboxyl group from a molecule of its precursor chemical L-DOPA, which is synthesized in the brain and kidneys. Dopamine is also synthesized in plants and most animals. In the brain, dopamine functions as a neurotransmitter chemical released by neurons, nerves, To send signals to other nerves. The brain includes several distinct dopamine pathways, one of which plays a major role in the motivational component of reward motivated behavior. The anticipation of most types of rewards increases the level of dopamine in the brain, filed verification, and many addictive drugs increase dopamine release or block its reuptake into neurons following release. Other brain dopamine pathways are involved in motor control and in controlling the release of various hormones. These pathways and cell groups form a dopamine system which is neuromodulatory. In popular culture and media, dopamine is usually seen as the main chemical of pleasure, but the current opinion in pharmacology is that dopamine instead confess motivational salience in other words.
dopamine signals de perceived motivational prominence de desirability or aversiveness, of an outcome, which in turn propels the organism's behavior toward or away from achieving that outcome. Outside the central nervous system, dopamine functions primarily as a local paracrine messenger. In blood vessels, it inhibits norepinephrine release and acts as a vasodilator, at normal concentrations, in the kidneys, it increases sodium excretion and urine output, in the pancreas, it reduces insulin production, in the digestive system, it reduces gastrointestinal motility and protects intestinal mucosa, and in the immune system, it reduces the activity of lymphocytes. With the exception of the blood vessels, dopamine in each of these peripheral systems is synthesized locally and exerts its effects near the face that release it. Several important diseases of the nervous system are associated with these functions of the dopamine system, and some of the key medications used to treat and work by altering the effects of dopamine. Parkinson's disease. A degenerative condition causing tremor and motor impairment, is caused by a loss of dopamine secreting neurons in an area of the midbrain called the substantia nigra. Its metabolic precursor L-dopa can be manufactured, levodopa, a pure form of L-dopa, is the most widely used treatment for Parkinson's. There is evidence that schizophrenia involves altered levels of dopamine activity. And most antipsychotic drugs suscept or treat these are dopamine antagonists which reduce dopamine activity. Similar dopamine antagonist drugs are also some of the most effective antinausea agents. Restlessly syndrome and attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, ADD, are associated with decreased dopamine activity. Dopaminergic stimulants can be addictive in high doses, but some are used at lower doses to treat ADD. Dopamine itself is available as a manufactured medication for intravenous injection, although it cannot react the brain from the bloodstream, its peripheral effects make it useful in the treatment of heart failure or shock, especially in newborn babies. Your safety is the most important concern. If you are in immediate danger, call 911. If you are not in immediate danger, you can. Head medical care if you have been injured or sexually assaulted. Call a helpline for free, anonymous help. You can contact the National Domestic Violence Hotline. Find out where to get help in your community. Contact local organizations that can help you. Make a safety plan to leave. Domestic violence usually does not get better. Think about a safe place for you to go and all of the things that you will need when you leave. Save the evidence. Keep evidence of abuse, such as pictures of your injuries or threatening emails or texts. Make sure that it is in a safe place the abuser cannot access. Talk to someone you trust, such as a family member, a friend, a co-worker, or a spiritual leader. Consider getting a restraining order to protect yourself. How can I help someone who is a victim of domestic violence? Let your love one know that the entreated is why is the alti and that they are not doblame. You soul. What for the signs of abuse? Learn about the signs and keep track of the honest that you say. Find out about local resource. Head the addresses and phone numbers of some local resources in your community.
Tenul Beabletos are de información if de person is ready for it. Setapata en Totolk. Make sure you can have your conversation in Asafe, private place. Your love is partner may have access to his or her cell phone or computer, so be careful about sharing information over text or email. Be specific about who you are worried. Describe the behavior that concern you. Be as specific as possible when explaining who you are worried. Plan for safety. If your love one is ready to have an abusive partner, help make a plan for getting out of the relationship as safely as possible. A domestic violence counselor can help with making a safety plan. Be patient and do not judge. You should talk about your concerns with your loved one, but you need to understand that they may not be ready to talk about it. Let them know that you are available to talk at any time, and that you will listen without judging them. Intimate partner violence, if, is a serious, preventable public health problem that affects millions of Americans. Determine intimate partner violence describes physical violence. Sexual violence, stalking, or psychological harm by a current or former partner or spouse. This type of violence can occur among heterosexual or same sex couples and does not require sexual intimacy. CDC is a research and programs work to understand the problem of intimate partner violence and prevent it before it begins. According to the National Committee for the Prevention of Elder Abuse, Elder Abuse is defined as Any form of mistreatment that results in armor lost to an older person. The US Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Community Living Rodenstad Definition by Stating Elder Abuse is a term referring to any knowing, intentional, or negligent act by a caregiver or any other person that causes armor a serious risk of harm to a vulnerable adult. Elder Abuse is not constrained to just one type of harm. Such as physical arm like bruises or abrasions. In fact, there are multiple types of elder abuse, and many of them are far more common than you might assume. The following are all types of elder abuse that can and occur in nursing, homes and care facilities across the United States on a regular basis. Physical abuse, eating, choking, pinching, beating, slapping, or chemical or physical restraints applied to a senior. Sexual abuse, any non-consensual sexual contact, including everything from inappropriate touching to actual penetration. Neglect, a failure by caregivers to provide medications, medical treatment, food, shelter, clothing, mobility devices and more. Financial abuse, theft of money, credit cards, bank account information and more, as well as intimidation toward the elderly person to provide money or financial information. Emotional abuse, the inflicting of distress, pain, mental anguish and another discomfort through verbal or nonverbal acts, including treats, intimidation, humiliation, physical punishment, being restrained and more. Psychological abuse, very similar to emotional abuse, and often used in conjunction with physical, sexual or financial abuse situations. Resident or resident abuse, neglecting a situation where one resident is violent, physically, verbally or mentally, to another resident. How to prevent elder abuse. 
Preventing el derabu se requiere esta tuve atentive anguafulu ed al tangue bain of your love one concernet. Understand that no facility is 100% safe frontes e crimes, an apto 30% of nursing, homes in the USA be adabus el auswits filed against them. According to the National Committee for the Prevention of Elder Abuse, apto 550,000 más elderly citizens in the USA are subject to a form of abuse in nursing, homes and care facilities every single year. The most important thing for lobedones to know is how to identify signs of elder abuse. Some of these include the following. Physical marks, guaforni bruises, cuts, abrasions, burns and delicates or up. ULTS are not always signs of physical abuse, they can be indications of it. Arguments or lack of communication. Another thing to what for is if your love one is particularly argumentative with a particular caregiver, or go skiet when a particular caregiver is nearby. Financial changes, if you notice sudden financial changes, such as new charges on credit cards, bank account balances dropping, changes to the will and delicate, it is a good sign of financial abuse. Sexual abuse signs. What for bruising around the breasts on female residents, as well as infections and possibly sexual transmitted diseases as a sign of sexual abuse for residents of nursing, homes and care facilities. Sores and worsening conditions, signs of neglect can include the appearance of sores, or worsening wet sores, as well as poor higiene, a lack of medication, and sudden weight loss. Depression and anxiety, depression. Anxiety and withdrawal from activities de person previously enjoyed are all signs of emotional abuse. Whether you suspect physical abuse, sexual abuse, neglect or some other form of elder abuse, it is crucial that you take action. Do not confront the caregiver you suspect, and do not approach the facility management. Instead, call your status elder abuse hotline, and then contact an elder abuse attorney. You have the chance to discuss the situation with some of you as significant experience in this area and learn more about what soul be done next to protect and safeguard your loved one from this origin threat. Residents of nursing, home soul be provided with adequate food and butter, as well as any assistance needed with grooming and personal hygiene. However, although often, this does not occur. Numerous cases of dehydration and poor higiene have been documented within nursing, homes across the U.S. These conditions are harmful in and of themselves, but they can lead to lasting injury and even contribute to the in a worst case scenario. It is incumbent on nursing home staff members to provide every resident with no water to keep them properly hydrated on a daily basis. The hydration is a very serious concern, and it can lead to dramatic repercussions. In fact, the hydration alone can lead to the very quickly, much more quickly than malnutrition. In a study published by the National Institutes of Health, 40 nursing home residents were tracked for fluid intake. Of those, 39 did not receive no fluid daily. In fact, 25 of the 40 residents studied at medical conditions that could be directly related to a lack of hydration. This problem was most common with dehydration.
It is also important to note that one significant cause of dehydration noted in the study was a lack of staff, understaffing, at the nursing home in question. The study also noted a lack of training on the part of staff members on how to provide fluids for patients who do not prefer water. Por higiene. God higiene is essential to limit bacterial growth and to prevent health problems from developing. Everyone needs to pay attention to go or higiene habits, such as the head brushing, batting, hand washing and more. However, for nursing home residents, this can be a very real challenge. Many find it difficult to dress, more state care of their higiene needs. Unfortunately, many nursing homes do not into help this, and staff often neglect patients with limited mobility or cognitive problems. This neglect can lead to very serious problems. For instance, a lack of proper batting can cause bacteria to grow at a rapid pace. Most elderly residents' immune systems are not up to the task of protecting them from this threat. A lack of the head bruising can lead to cavities and gundisease, as well as a host of other problems. It is the responsibility of nursing home staff members to assist residents with personal higiene-related tasks. Such as batting, changing clothes, bruising their dead, changing the person more. If this is neglected, it is possible for bacteria to grow and spread from one resident to another, essentially compromising the entire facility and the alt of all residents within it, as well as potentially affecting staff members. Data from a number of countries about the extent of elder abuse justify urgent attempts to address the problem. Although some population surveys suffer from unclear or overlibro at definitions or questionable methods, evidence is now available from a number of well-conducted, large-scale population surveys or community dwelling individuals in a number of countries. El derabuse resear tends to be subdivided into tipologies based on community or institutional living or their adult populations. In the following review of elder abuse prevalence, we focus on community-based surveys. Elder abuse prevalence in institutional settings is not covered because of the lack of research in this area, no reliable prevalence studies have been conducted of submistreatment in nursing, homes or other long-term care facilities.